and we are live. Good morning, everybody. It's your favorite truck driver, ex-truck driver in the whole wide world. It's Bitcoin Ben. With my sophisticated glasses on today. The reason why I'm wearing my smarty pants glasses is this. If you're watching this and you're holding some Bitcoin, consider yourself smart. Because, my friends, this may be another three-hour show today during the morning. Then tonight, for those of you on sub, excuse me, on Substack and Patreon and FGTV, I'm doing a three-hour video tonight with a friend of mine who runs and a Bitcoin over-the-counter. And we're going to get the inside information on what he is seeing, what he's, the people that are reaching out to him. It's, it's, it's very few retail. But it is a lot of larger players from what I heard now. So tonight's three-hour show is going to be off the hook. We start at 6 p.m. Eastern time. All right? All right. Now. Here's what's going on, folks. They're trying to close the on-ramps for retail. They're, they're trying to shut the, ret the Western world retail market out of cryptos. They, they don't want the American people to get their hands on any Bitcoin before they launch the, the, the BlackRock ETFs and give it the approval. They are going to throw FUD. They are going to lie. They are going to... We just saw that the S, Gary Gensler comes out yesterday and goes, we won't have an announcement for the physical ETFs until after January. That's fine. Because he knows what we all know. Right? They, they just launched physical ETFs over in the UK yesterday. Are uh, over in Europe. They launched. They're officially open now. They're trying to keep the American people and the Western system citizens out of the Bitcoin. That's why PayPal announced this morning 
that they're going to have to quit offering Bitcoin over in the UK. Yeah. Sorry, folks. No reason. As of October 1st. Really? Really? Just retail? No, really? Well, that seems odd. Not if you know what's coming. See, their whole structure is actually built on us being poor. They need their citizens to be po. Hence, why the federal government sends per capita $3,000 per citizen to the Ukraine and sends the people in Hawaii 600 bucks or like 800 bucks. So let me get this right. The citizens of Ukraine get 3,000 each. But the citizens in Hawaii, they get 800. Who's the priority? See, if number one, the American markets are all a lie. Silver, gold, cryptos. See, we're all looking at a Bitcoin price over here in America that is not accurate at all. It's a manipulated price. Now, they know they can only hold that price down if retail is shut off here in the Western world. They can only hold it down for so long because it's a global currency. See, let me explain something to you. This is what the SEC is doing. All right. The SEC announces that Coinbase is approved to sell Bitcoin futures. Coinbase doesn't want to sell Bitcoin futures. They, they never did. But the SEC puts out the announcement that Coinbase is approved to do that. Coinbase never applied to do Bitcoin futures. That's a whole different structure. That's a whole that's a whole different thing. That's that's not what Coinbase does. They don't sell futures. But they put that news out there and let it's another 
carrot for Brian Armstrong. They're trying to tempt Brian Armstrong to join them, basically. That's what it is. They want, let me tell you the deep, dark secret here, folks. They want Coinbase. They want Coinbase. They want to set up Coinbase as their entity. But in order to do that, they'd have to do a hostile takeover of Coinbase. Which means they'd have to short the stock, then have one of their venture capital companies Probably Romney's, because that's the one they usually use, right? Romney, yes, the Republican, to short, they'll use futures to short Coinbase. And then they'll drop the price. Then Romney would come in, they'd buy it all up, they'd get a controlling share, which means they'd get on the board of directors and basically run Coinbase. That's what they want. See, because let me tell you, folks, it isn't the CEO who really runs the companies. It's the board of directors. That's who really runs the board or the company. Ask Elon Musk. Ask Jack Dorsey, who really, ask Ask Jack who really ran PayPal. It wasn't Jack. It was the board of directors. See, they're trying to leverage Brian Armstrong. They're trying to tempt him with the carrot. That's but. And guys, those of you watching on YouTube, at the end of this half hour, you're going to want to go over to Rumble because I'm going to show you how this is all falling apart, folks. It's all falling apart for the global elite. The number one, number one, Friggin' the number one bond in the world is the El Salvador bond. It's up 90%. Pardon. And they're freaking out because now the wealthy companies like BlackRock, see, the CEO of BlackRock, I told you guys a week or two ago, he got red-pilled. He got red-pilled real fucking quick. And they're trying to figure out how to get rid of him. Problem is, he's the founder. He's who started BlackRock. But they're trying to get rid of him because now he, as he should, 
is looking out for his clients and he knows the agenda. He knows where the bodies are buried. That's why with all this FUD, with uh, uh, BlackRock EFTs, What did he say yesterday? A physical Bitcoin ETF is a good thing. He knows what's going on. We all do. He knows the systems crashing. He knows it. He knows the agenda now. He and and he he knows that's why that's why he totally got rid of the whole idea of uh, of the uh, God, what were they called? Uh, uh, ESGs or energy, social, and governance shit. That's why he got rid of all that. He 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 got rid of all of that out of BlackRock. He, he said in an in, interview, you'll never hear me say ESG again. Nope. And he hasn't said it since. My friends, like, 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 like I just told you, it's the board of directors that are the real people that run these. Not the CEO. And CEOs are waking up. Exactly. Yep. Fink created ESG. His clients told him to stay in his lane. Bingo. He's been red-pilled by his clients. And remember, he has a legal obligation. His clients could sue the clean out of him in the board. They're in survival mode, folks. All of these are. They know the U.S. dollar is done. And I mean done, done. They know that that oil is about to be priced in different currencies all over the globe. Bye-bye. Bye-bye dollar. Bye-bye. And Americans, the Western world, who, who lives and breathes, by the strength of the dollar, we're about to get killed. Our dollar is about to get killed. And they're closing all the on-ramps. Think of it as the Titanic. All right. Right now, we've hit the iceberg. We're going down and we're going down fast. 
the captains of the ship are locking all the doors in the ship. But they're, they themselves are trying to climb into the lifeboats. That's why they're doing what they're doing. Because they can't allow the people in America to escape this financial collapse. It's their last hope. They have to have a financial depression here in America like people have never seen before. You think it's happenstance that all of these food production companies have caught fire, had explosions, 90 chicken facilities have been shut down. Just, just cause you don't, do you think they're going after, let's call him Mr. T. You think they're going after Mr. T in the court system because they're winning? No. This is, they are trying to trap the American people, the Western world people in their system as it crashes. But they're trying to get out. And and BlackRock has the clout to say, we're in the lifeboats too. Because they know where the bodies are buried. Look, you don't let us launch this ETF. We're bringing all you sons of bitches down. So they're like, oh, okay, okay. We'll let you guys do it. But we can't let the laborers on we can't let the retail on. We can't let them escape the death of the dollar because then we have no leverage. See, it's all about labor leverage. If you make too much money, you're not leveraged in the labor system. They don't have their, they don't have the ability to manipulate you if you don't need that job to feed your family. If you're not living paycheck to paycheck to paycheck, then they can't manipulate you. See, the Fed and the banking system is just like the government. They need you poor enough to pay but not rich enough to live. 
They need you right at the edge. Just like the government. Right? If the problem is the American people don't have enough money to eat and survive, wouldn't the answer be give them more money? In their eyes. But no. See, they'll give $3,000 per citizen to the Ukraine. But they won't give it to the people in Hawaii. Why? Why? Think about it. It if we have $3,000 to give everyone in Ukraine $3,000, don't we have it for the Hawaiian people too? I mean, don't we have it? And if we have it, why don't we give it to them? Because then the people in Hawaii are not manipulatable. They have to keep coming back to you. Like my grandfather used to always say, he who feeds you controls you. Bingo. See, but the system's coming down. It's it's why when I watch Bloomberg in the morning, the people on Bloomberg, even they're at the point like, none of this makes sense. We have we have all of this bad news. We have all of this crap going on and yet the markets are fine but they're not fine they're being manipulated to look fine but they're not it's an illusion The rest of the world is on fire economically. But America's fine. No, America's not fine, folks. America's fucked. It's just they're not going to let you know you're screwed until they're ready for you to panic. Then they throw the panic switch. But all of them have gotten their Bitcoin already. And that's when the phrase going around and listen for this is the God candle. Watch for more and more people saying the God candle. That's when Bitcoin jumps from 29,000 to over 100,000 in a couple days, a week. Maybe two weeks or three weeks. But all the retail on-ramps for Americans will, will be shut down or will shut down due to volume. <clears throat> We've all experienced it. You go on Coinbase, 
during a bull run, good luck. We'll get to your Bitcoin in about two weeks. Then you get an email a week later. Sorry, your purchase didn't go through. Sorry. That's why I tell you guys, there's a link under here for Caleb and Brown over the counter. Even if you don't plan on buying Bitcoin right now, which you should definitely consider, open an account at Caleb and Brown, the links under here. Now, also, all of you who have cryptos on exchanges or on an, on an exchange on your phone, this is for you. Here's a word from the sponsor. Get, are you, get, your crypto-only laptop and get your coins on your own wallet, on your own laptop. Mark my words, friends. You're not going to want to hold them on a phone app. A phone's on a different network. Are you buying and selling cryptos on the same laptop that you're using to browse the internet, read your email, and visit social media sites? If so, you're exposing your cryptos to theft. Whenever you're online, you're at risk of getting hacked and having your identity stolen. How would you feel if someone stole all of your cryptos? What would that do to your finances? Guard your cryptos with a safe and secure laptop from Calix Solutions. Each laptop is set up just for you and your cryptos, and then we walk you through exactly how it works. Don't risk the security of your cryptos. Order a crypto laptop from Calix Solutions now to secure your crypto future. Learn more at calixsolutions.io. All right, everyone watching on YouTube now, click the link under here and go over to Rumble. Or... Click the link and save 20% on my sub stack. And you get all of today's video and all my content, including the three-hour video tonight with the over-the-counter guy. You want to know what's going on? Come to the private server where we can talk about what's really going on because YouTube ain't it. There's a lot I cannot say on YouTube. And in about a half hour, I'm going to play a video of of a guy's channel this dude is he documents everything youtube shut one of his videos down and gave him a little heads up i want you to hear his message on his youtube channel explaining how YouTube's about to cancel his channel with multiple millions of followers. You think they're winning? They're not. They're losing. They're in full panic. Now, everyone on YouTube, join the Substack. Or click on the Rumble link. Bye-bye, YouTube.
All right. Now that those YouTube people are gone, my friends, here we go. It is off to the freaking races. I need a cigarette. That's how. That's how. All right. For those of you in the know, there is a guy, a friend of mine, goes by the name of Pit Boy. Now, some of you may know him on 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 Twitter. All right, Pit Boy was or is right now over in Dubai setting up an office over in Dubai. Gee, who was just over in Dubai a while back? Ah, that was me. You want to be ahead of the game? Watch this show. My friends, there's so much. There are governments. Egypt. Fuck it. I don't care. Egypt. The government of Egypt is buying Bitcoin. Other governments are buying Bitcoin. There, right, there are countries in the Middle East. I know of one project in the Middle East, just one. There's others, but this is the biggest one. They're cranking up. It should launch in January. They're cranking up the largest Bitcoin mining facility in the world in January. In the world. This thing is the size of eight football fields. You think I'm freaking playing? Africa, Northern Africa, hell, Mid-Africa. Those who just read Coindesk, those who just read CoinMarketCap.com have no idea what's going on. Not a clue. The average retail person who's just hodling has no idea what they're holding. Let's put it this way, folks. If you hold 0.1 Bitcoin in the next two years, it's going to change your life. 0.1 Bitcoin is going to change your life over the next two years. That's what I mean. All right. Here we go. Michael Saylor just put out a tweet, I guess, about an hour ago. And it's Tom Lee on MSNBC, I think, quoting, if the spot 
Bitcoin ETF gets approved, the clearing price of Bitcoin is above 150000 Now, there's a reason why he said the clearing price. That's on a actual Bitcoin at what's called a clearing house. That means that anyone holding a future or a derivative, no one's going to pay shit for your derivative. No one's going to pay shit for your future. Your future's contract. My friends, where we're at now, please, please, God, please. Open an account at Caleb and Brown. I cannot stress it enough. You're going to need it. Because they are closing all of the normal on-ramps. My friends, it's go time. All right. Just to let you know, I have a friend who works at uh, a blockchain, a Bitcoin blockchain analysis company. You know what price they have for the Bitcoin six months after the April halvening of next year? That would be what? September, October of next year? Almost $800,000 per Bitcoin. Now, this is a company that doesn't fuck with exchange prices. They give two flying fucks about what the exchanges are saying the price is at. They look at blockchain value. Real. Like, like Tom Lee said, real clearinghouse prices. Almost $800,000 a Bitcoin. Six months after the halvening next year. What does America look like? What does the dollar look like when Bitcoin's at almost $800,000 a Bitcoin? Why do you think that down in Ecuador, Bitcoin hit an all-time high yesterday in in Ecuador? Do you know why? Because the guy who looks like it's going to be their next president 
is telling all of the people. He actually loves his countrymen. He actually loves his country. He's out there telling everybody, get rid of this paper shit, get Bitcoin. Get, get Bitcoin now. So in their local currency, it skyrockets because he's being honest with his citizens. What if our government was honest with us and said, yeah, shit's about to go real bad. Buy some Bitcoin. How fast do you think Bitcoin would go up? Now, think about it. Everyone says BlackRock is corrupt. I agree. In the past and even now, BlackRock is not a good company. But do you think BlackRock is going to apply for an ETF? not knowing they're going to get it. If BlackRock wasn't going to get it, why would they be closing all the retail exchanges? Why? See, when you think of BlackRock, don't think like an individual. Think of BlackRock as a Christmas tree and every little green, every branch it's a multi-million dollar company valued in dollars in reserves they hold dollars in reserves they hold bonds why do you think the El Salvadorian Bitcoin pond is number one. It ain't because everyone loves El Salvador. It's because they know. Yesterday on Squawk Box, or whatever the hell that show is, the host tells, well, if you're young and you're looking to buy bonds, yeah, don't buy Bitcoin. What did he say? Where's my historian, Rick? Rick is the official historian timekeeper. Rick, four, five years ago, I would say, wait until the people who usually purchase the bonds, wait till they find out what the Bitcoin is. I used to say that. How I have said it in the past, you want to talk about money? The bond market. The Bitcoin is a bond. And 
all that money. And and think about this, right? There we go. Verification from Rick, the historian timekeeper. Yes, sir, I remember. Yep. I'm telling you now, folks. El Salvador, El Salvador has the number one bond in the world. You don't think other countries are looking at that and going, what are they doing? Uh, uh, yeah, sir. Uh, 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 what El Salvador is doing is they're taking natural resources and they're uh, uh, they're using it to make some Bitcoin mining, and then they're backing uh, their bonds with that Bitcoin. You don't think people in the Middle East, you don't think the oil companies, the oil countries are looking at that and going, right? Mind you, Saudi Arabia, you know how much a barrel of oil cost Saudi Arabia to make? Two dollars. Two dollars. You don't think Saudi Arabia is looking at that and going, wait, So we could take our oil and we could use it to mine Bitcoin. And then we could back our government ponds with a commodity that we produce. Yes. That's like, that's like, that's like telling Saudi Arabia, yeah, if you guys want to, we can take this sand we got here and just for a little bit of money, we can turn it into a productive cornfield or a productive gold mine or a productive silver mine just by bringing in some mining rigs. See, they're mining for oil. They understand the concept of energy value swap amongst commodity and currency. They get that. They've been doing it forever. Well, not forever, but you get my point. See, they see the Bitcoin as the future oil, which it is. It's the monetary lubricant of the future. And there, because remember, they used to back their government bonds with oil. 
oil's a little iffy right now. <laughs> they can mine the Bitcoin. They can back their bonds with Bitcoin at a production cost that nobody else can touch. You know how how much mining for freaking Bitcoin would cost them in real terms if their price of production of a barrel of oil is two dollars. All of a sudden, they're mining a commodity that their cost of production is under 1% of the value of the commodity. That's like planting corn and then getting paid a hundred times what it costs you to produce the coin. That's what you call a bumper crop. Do you know what a bumper crop is? It's when you have so much corn that the bumper of your truck is on the ground. That's where the term, the bumper crop, comes from. Now, I'm telling all you guys, and hey, you do whatever you want to do, folks. There's a reason that I go by the name. Bitcoin Ben. There's a reason I opened one club. There's a reason I'm going to Nashville this weekend to open another club. A Bitcoin Ben crypto club in Nashville. It ain't because I'm a little iffy on how the Bitcoin's going to do. Click the link under here. Open an account at Caleb and Brown. Even if you, even if you're not looking to buy or sell right now, get the account open. So it's there when you need it. Now, all right. And for crying out loud, if if I hear one more person who has lost their cryptos because they had it on some half-ass shit, Here's a word from the sponsor, folks. Are you buying and selling cryptos on the same laptop that you're using to browse the internet, read your email, and visit social media sites? If so, you're exposing your cryptos to theft. Whenever you're online, you're at risk of getting hacked and having your identity stolen. How would you feel if someone stole all of your cryptos? What would that do to your finances? Guard your cryptos with a safe and secure laptop from Calix Solutions. Each laptop is set up just for you and your cryptos, and then we walk you through exactly how it works. Don't risk the security of your cryptos. Order a crypto laptop from Calix Solutions now to secure your crypto future. Learn more at calixsolutions.io. I'm back. Okay. Uh... Now we're switching over to the private server. 
because we're going to talk some woo-woo stuff. Now, what, what I'm going to show you guys the next probably two hours, and I'm still doing a three-hour show tonight here from the club. My ass is going to be dragging. I'm, I'm going to show you an interview with a guy who is a real estate mogul, not Trump. This is a different guy. A real estate mogul. I mean, this guy's got some damn money. Just on a, not on a whim, but just to silence and put to bed some bullshit he had heard. He bought a plot of land, right, called the Skinwalker Ranch. All right, this guy, he bought the property to prove that it was all bullshit. He bought it from a guy who owns a bunch of casinos out in Vegas to prove that the Skinwalker Ranch was was fake that it it was all bullshit now mind you he had just closed up a facility that he had opened to prove other things wrong and the other things he did prove them wrong someone claimed to have anti-gravity technology. This guy opened a warehouse, funded a scientific group to prove the anti-gravity claims true or false. The technology that they had claimed worked, it didn't. He proved it wrong. And he shut down the facility. He was like, see, I told you, it's bullshit. Now, he tried to do that with the Skinwalker Ranch. This this guy's on a mission to discredit shit. He said he was tired of all this woo-woo crap and was putting money out to discredit all this stuff. And I mean millions. So he buys the Skinwalker Ranch about a year ago. He doesn't tell his family. He doesn't tell nobody. Hires a team, sends them out there. Says, look, just be honest, document, whatever. We'll see what happens. Listen to this motherfucker's interview. And this is, he did one one interview. YouTube took the video down. This is a well-respected real estate mogul. I mean, we're talking a lot of money. They took his video down. So they did another one. And now that's the video that they're 
that this guy's warning everyone they might take my channel down. Watch it while you can. Because this guy, wait till you see this fucking, wait, he, he, you just got to click the link under here for either Patreon or Substack. And we're going to go through the whole thing. And you're going to see who you're, you're going to see a multi billionaire real estate mogul skeptic literally say, I was wrong. Look at what we have. And it'll blow your fucking mind what they found. That's why YouTube's take trying to take the video down. Not just the video, the fucking channel. With millions of subscribers. Here we go, folks. Click the link. Meet us on the private server. All right. Everyone else, bye-bye. Alrighty, everyone who's left, hang on one second, I gotta switch, switch over, I'll be right back. <laughs>